I don't know um, <clears throat> how to introduce this. I mean, what what is this called? Is this like equal opposites at the movies? What are we doing? <laughs> sure. No, sure. I okay. like it. All right. Welcome to uh, Patreon exclusive Equal Opposites at the Movies. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by the lovely and talented Miss Shell Antoinette. How you doing, sweetie? I am pretty good. I slept till 1030 today. I don't know the last time I slept this late. I don't know what that life is like. Man, <laughs> I'm usually up. Like Even on the weekends, I feel like I'm up at like maybe 830. During the week, it's like 630. Mm-hmm. But 1030? I... Oh, you missed all the cartoons. They just <laughs> they go all. Um, you 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 got any plans for the day? Or you are you are, are you, did you order your food? You go to the store already to beat the storm that's coming. That they say that's coming. That they say they come. Like they said was coming last couple of days, and we was like this show this show snowstorm. This is yeah. what you got. Um, I really don't have any plans today other than maybe doing my hair. So I took down all my braids and stuff. And then I was going to do my hair yesterday. And I was like, I always do my hair and immediately put back like some braids or something. So I was like, you know, I'm going to give it a day to rest. Like, let it just be out and free and crazy. But depending on how I feel, I might do it tonight since I'm going to be stuck in the house any dang away. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I don't have any plans either. I was like, yo, you got you doing something? Nope. Not doing it. I might go to the store and grab something. But other than that, in the store right across the street from me. So we'll Yes, be. you have everything in the vicinity yeah. of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything I need to get from the store? Because I know if I try to Instacart, then it, probably, it might be more de- for the fact that it's snowing or that it's going to snow. Yeah. So, I don't know. All right. First movie up of this little four movie project we do in this month I want is going to be The Photograph, which came out in 2020 starring Issa Rae. And Lakeith Stanfield, uh, release date was February 14th. So we're coming up on the, the year anniversary of this. Yes. Uh, the budget was, I, you know, I go to Wikipedia to get the little basics, right? And, the, uh-huh. and you know what's the worst? When you go to Wikipedia and you want to look up an actor or, or, or just a person, right? And they don't have their birthday. And you like, like, I think Mariah Carey is one of these people where it doesn't know what year the person. I was like, how do you not know? It'd be like when, this or this. Yeah. It's, it's all right. So when I'm looking at this budget and it says 16 million to 27.7 million, I'm like, how we don't have a rough. Why know, is it? Of- why is the budget so much? Yeah. Because- and that's no shade. I just feel like the movie didn't need that big of a budget. Yeah. It was produced- I don't know. I guess that depends on how you sitting in and out, spread it out, I guess. Yeah. Be- well, produced by Will Packer, uh, the budget mostly comes down to two things. How much you pay the actors mm-hmm. and then how much you pay for advertising. Mm-hmm. And we oh, know okay. Issa and Lakeith at this point, you know, weren't probably demanding big block off, you know, blo- uh, blockbuster uh, salaries. So, I mean, I, I don't know. But the marketing, the, them two actors, actresses, um, actress and actor, um, they market themselves. That's true. Like your following is so big. That's like Kevin Hart posting. I'm doing a new movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like, I ain't doing Marketing that for free. Marketing <laughs> don't really have to do much. He's Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? Like, Issa and Lakeith, if they don't have nobody else, they're going to have the entire black community. That's true. That is true. So, it's kind of like, no shade. How many How many white people you think saw the photograph? Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm not that. saying that they didn't. I'm not saying I, that. But you I know what? feel I, like I, immediately, you know that all the black people went to go Yeah, see yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I wonder if that's the thing for other cultures, though. Like, 
when it comes to white movies, right, or more like more white, predominantly white actors in a movie or whatever, you don't go. I wonder if the blacks are going to watch this movie. Yeah, that, it's, that it's was, a universal movie. Everybody's going to watch this movie. That was the thing with the NWA movie. A lot of white people went to go see it. Yeah, and, and then when that's why I, it was such a big movie, especially in but I August. Think that's a bit different because you're you're doing a biopic on yeah. a of you know a big musical group that changed so much especially 80s and 90s when there's whites probably just trying to get into rap and not hear their parents etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm. that's on the white hand side just being different black people are going to see it because we know about this black ass group and everything that they accomplished so moving to like the photograph where this doesn't have any relevancy to someone famous in the sense that you want to go look at them these are just two actors making a love story so i'm like are I know we know as black people we're like we're going to support this because I fuck with Issa I fuck with Lakeith I love the storyline but I'm wondering if that's the same for white people when it comes to like black movies I I don't know and I bet you they were probably just baking on the fact that it's a romantic movie would will hopefully will get a boost from Valentine's Day uh they would have got probably a bigger boost if people knew what was coming they're like yo (laughs) let me go ahead and make sure I watch the the last movie I watched at the theater was Bad Boys for Life I think that was yeah, I that was in January. Oh, the I saw um, the last movie I saw was um, the Invisible Man. Oh yeah, I forgot that. I was like, wait, the I Invisible. saw that. Yeah, I saw that in March. Literally, I think the weekend before they shut, shut down. the thing down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's get into this movie. I'm going to we we aren't doing no scene by scenes. That's not happening. No, um, we just have an open conversation. Yes, <laughs> I, I will set this up as far as uh, a reporter. Name Michael, I think Michael Block, played by Lakeith Stanfield. I just want to let y'all know now that I'm going to butcher this. I'm going to call them by their real names. Go ahead. <laughs> Meets a man named uh, Isaac. <clears throat> and yo, here's the here's the funny part. We we're probably going to end up saying Lakeith, Issa, uh-huh. and Lil Rel. Yeah, but you ain't gonna say Isaac's real name. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember Isaac. I don't remember Isaac's movie name. So let's just say. Uh, yeah, Rob, played by Rob Morgan. To, to interview him about his post, his life after uh, Hurricane Katrina, and then he sees this picture of uh, Christina Ings, played by Shante Adams, who I went to go look up. I'm like, who the hell is Shante Adams? She was, I have seen her because I watched the Roxanne Roxanne movie on Netflix. She's in that. She's also in Bad Hair. And we know Lakeith Stanfield. Was this the first time you saw Lakeith Stanfield, before we go any further, in a leading role? Like, because he's in Get Out. For that quick and I think the other only movie I've because I saw Sorry to Bother You. I did not. Uh, I heard that was an interesting movie, especially the it end, is. I think. It is. It's but, wild. Um, <laughs> yeah, I heard I didn't watch it myself. Uh, I didn't see that. And I'm trying to think other than that, this is like the only other movie Lakeith has been in, though. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, not too shabby for like your third movie. No, not bad at all. Uh home so uh the picture is Christina Ames, and he wants to know her backstory. That's basically the setup. And Christina's daughter is played by Issa Rae, Mae Morton. Uh, her mom had just passed away, and she inherits a safety deposit box, which includes the same picture of herself in two letters. The first to May, the second is to May, uh, is for May to deliver to her father. All right, let's get into um, what were your thoughts? Uh, this well, we saw we saw Issa before this, right? We mean you both have seen Love. Did you watch Love Birds or no? I did watch Love Birds. Okay, yeah. all right. Here's the, I'm gonna start here with this question, even though I asked you, was Issa not enough Issa for you? I felt like they really toned her down in this movie. 
Cause she um, she didn't have no jokes. <laughs> so when you sick, you right. <laughs> she was so she was like so muted. I was like, oh, this is how you get Issa not to be Issa. She just you get a little bit of her when they get to the Kendrick Drake part, but that's about it. But the crazy thing about it though, it's still very Issa. It's more a level of like awkward girl Issa though, compared to like I'm awkward and so I make a joke for my awkwardness. This was like I'm really awkward and I don't know what to say. Issa. Well, you, you get that on the first date when they talk about music and then she says she doesn't know who she is. Like, am I like because I am I the person whoever I'm with? You know, they had that that little deep conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. what she said, are we just who we are um, around wh- whoever we are around that mo- at that moment? Oh, that was interesting, though. And I it thought is. I was like, but see, then it made me think. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm I'm me with a lot of people. Like, isn't that like... You know what? I totally agree with both. I think a part of me um, is always trying to like... Like, it's not that I don't know myself. Like, I feel like I know myself pretty well. But I do think that you kind of become a chameleon when you're around other people. Like, you ever been like... So, so, so you be like, okay, so this is how you are with that person. All right. It's not that you're not being yourself, but you might lean into a different direction depending on who you're with. I don't have it. So the only thing, the only difference is with me, what I could say is comparatively is me one-on-one. If, so if a woman has never seen me around my friends, she might have a different, maybe a different perspective, but it's just like, John is funny. He is observant. Going to have a good conversation. Yeah. But when you see me around other people, you be like, oh, he can control the crowd. Like people listen to him. They hang on his word. I guess it's like for sometimes it's for women to be like, oh, now I see how I look because uh, these people want to hang around him. And you and because I'm so many so much of the time I'm one on one with people that might be taken aback. But it's not there's nobody like if I got a group of friends and family and women I used to talk to or whatever around, nobody's going to be like, really? That's John? Like, oh my, that, that does not sound like anybody, like, that's not going to happen. I'm like, oh yeah, he might not have did that, but I can see John doing that. Yeah, uh, I just think it's like certain part of your, not you specifically, but mm-hmm. certain parts. But I don't understand people your doing personality, that. Yeah, it comes out around different people. Like, if I'm with my girls, I'm probably super goofy. Like, we're just going to kiki and do dumb shit and if I'm with my guy, he might not see that side of me off jump. You know what I'm saying? Like with like initially. It might take a while before you get to meet the goofy side of me. Or you might meet a guy, I may talk to a guy, and immediately you're that comfortable to be that goofy. And you're not holding that little section apart. So I just I do think that we kinda, you know, not change who we are, but just tone up and turn what, down I certain parts when you're around certain people. Here's a thought I think I think sometimes that people um <clears throat> You know, especially black, right? We'll have a white voice or the way uh, we, especially if you work in a predominantly white environment, you might become a different switch. person. Yeah. Um, and then I think some people do that around other people. I would just like, particularly for me, I was like, I, but, it, but it, I think it goes down to a lot of things about me and my different facets. Like I, I've, I've explained on the podcast before how people were just so excited to get me drunk and high. And I'm like, I'm the same person. There's not, you're not going to get anything. So you're they, not drunk or high enough. No, I'm joking. That's, that's, they were so disappointed when I got high. They was like, you're, but this is what happened. They were like, you're quiet. But I was like, I'm relatively a quiet person. So they thought that they're a different, but it's been, but it's, it's, it's a journey for me to become this person because I've been working on 
just be honest. Just say whatever the fuck you feel and who cares if something happens bad or what about it. So I don't really have a different persona. Put a pen in that. Write it down. We're going to have to talk off the air. (laughs) I got questions. Okay. Okay. Well, actually, you know, I could be very open on these episodes because these are bonus episodes and these are only yeah. people who gonna yo, be in I be, here. I be thinking like, yo, I see, I know who subscribe. I can talk shit about a lot of people and don't have to worry about nothing unless they uh, some, uh, somehow subscribe and then go back and listen. But go ahead. I don't. I what what you're saying, being like knowing that you could talk like talk shit about, uh, like so recently, I have been talking to somebody or whatever, and I felt like I was um making things work right okay and so i we were having this text conversation because i was just like look i need to say something and at first i had this long paragraph right delete delete because i was like at first i was like i'm just gonna write it down over here and then if i still feel the need to send it i will but at least this is me just getting out how i feel right yeah and so i wrote this long 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 about long four page letter in my notes okay? okay and so the next day i was like I'm not finna send this four page letter. And so I was like, I had, I had, a t- I was like, you know what? I wrote this whole thing the other day and I decided I'm not going to do it. I'm going to give you the cliff note version. And I was like, very straightforward and very like, this is this, this is that, this, right? Yes. And so then they, you know, they respond and I'm like, hmm. And then I found myself being like, oh, I understand that you do this. And I understand like calling the situation. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, <clears throat> I sent that and then I came back with another text and I was like, you know what? No, I'm not making this excuse for you. Do better. And yeah. so, <laughs> I was, oh my God. And it felt like this whole weight got lifted off of me. Yeah. It it, it lifted. <laughs> Go ahead. No, just because I'm like, I was like confident and strong enough in myself yes, to be like exactly. this is what this is, and I'm done. Like yeah, you've had that moment that I had early in our, in our relationship when me and Sarah get to talking about, we got to talking about infidelity and I let her, like, because what women, what women do sometimes, I'm not going to put this on all women, is they protect their significant other when that significant other is a man, because I only talk about heterosexual relationships as far as, yo, you can't go on no guy's trip, girl's going to be there. I don't want you to have any new girl, female, or good new girlfriends. Or how many, how long y'all gonna be like, as if we're kids and a man can't say no. I'm like, you know, and I've always had this thing, let whatever your partner, like if you were men or women, whatever, if you think, yo, if I let her go to Vegas or I let her go on this cruise, she probably gonna be sucking a fuck. No, let her go. Get it over with. If you, if she gonna cheat, let her cheat. Not let her, but get that out. I wouldn't want to, I would never want a relationship in life where I'm like, yo, we we stood the test of time because I had to break my back protecting you yeah. from other things. So when I was explaining that to her, I told her, um, if she cheats, I was like, that's on you. I'm going to be okay. I know that I know I'm a good person. So if you cheat, you messed up. And I was like, and I told her, that's what you have to have too. If I cheat, I fucked up this relationship. You shit, you couldn't, you shouldn't feel you should feel bad the relationship ended, but you shouldn't feel bad like. I knew I shouldn't have let him be friends with her. Or I knew and you I shouldn't know have, like, what? Be- and I, I sometimes I feel like I not like be friends with, but I some I I I I, 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 I get on myself. I'll be like, Shell, you knew better. Why did you, you know, yeah. do this or do that? And you knew you better. Like him you away. knew. Yeah. You yeah, and I'm and I was like, no. And even in the situation, I was like, as I'm sending these messages, I was like, stop, stop doing that. Stop. Yeah. In this moment, like out loud, like. 
I said it out loud. Not even I said it in my I said it out loud while I was saying I was like, no, no, that's not what you mean. Delete that. No, because I'm just trying to protect you and not yeah. worry about me. Yeah. And I'm what's important here to me. Exactly. In uh, one of our our listeners, she's not subscribed to the Patreon, but she tweeted this yesterday. I believe I was on Twitter and I saw she says, yo, talk to this guy. I really like. How do I not mess this up? And I was just like, why do you have, why do you have that mentality? I was and like, that's just be, real your, though, because be that yourself. Is so real and if you though. don't want to be yourself, then be with you. I'm like, fuck it. That, that is so real because you're always, I feel like people always are trying to figure out like what it is about them that they need to fix or change or whatever, whatever. Like, especially if you're going through relationships and they never work. So your, your, your head goes, well, common denominator is me. Yeah. So what is it about me? that I need to change or fix. And because you're thinking that way, when you go into your next relationship, you're like, okay, well, in this relationship, I was doing this and that work didn't work. So let me not do that. And in that relationship, I was doing this and I don't want to do that because that, and you're so busy trying to figure out what to do and what not to do that you're not really focused on this relationship and just letting it grow naturally. naturally yeah. And it's, and it's strange because as you, not just romantic relationships, but just any type of relationships as you deal with more and more people, you realize I can be goofy and silly with this person, but this person don't know how to laugh. So I got to chill. So why would I be like, why would I think in a relationship like, yo, and then in this certain common thing, don't get me wrong, but why would I get into a relationship and think to myself, well, sure. My my ex ex didn't like this. So I got to be on pins and noodles. I can't be this way. And like, this girl might like that. Like, Oh yeah, this is cool. I remember a time when I was, um, way back in the day when I was dating and I went through this relationship and this person used to always be like, you're so sensitive. You're so soft. You're so like, you know, you got to man up, you got to toughen up. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. So like at the end of that relationship, whatever, I was just like, all right, fuck it. Everybody <laughs> think I'm so soft. I'm so this, I'm so that. So then I got into this next relationship and this mm-hmm. dude was like, you are too, so tough. Yeah. Like you got a hardest deal. Like you're too cold. You need to warm up. You need to be this. And the crazy thing is, I think the fact that um, that first relationship was like, you're too vulnerable, you're too soft, you're too this, that I spent so much time being hard that I don't even know how to be soft anymore. Yeah, that's what like, happens. Now yeah. it's mad uncomfortable to be like vulnerable and open and et cetera. So like when I was, t- when I was talking about the current person I'm getting to know or talking to, I think the reason I was like having all these problems or like struggling texting wise is because I'm like, this is the first person that I've just been vulnerable with in a long time. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want my feelings hurt. Nobody wants their feelings hurt, right? Yeah. Um, I don't want my feelings hurt. So what's happening? Like, I need these answers because I see the path that I'm going down. And I'm like, if you're not going to be fully invested in my path, <laughs> I don't want to go down this path. Exactly. With you. I, that makes sense to me. I did find the t- tweet. I don't want to misquote her if she ever does subscribe and listen to this episode because you might you might check out these movie episodes. Y'all, I've been dating this guy and I kind of like him, dot, dot, dot. How do, I f- how do I not fuck it up by being emotional? And I didn't respond to it. I don't think anybody did. But my thing is, if you're an emotional person, then be an emotional person. Like you like find a guy who is okay with you, being, who understands emotions, has a high emotional uh, IQ. And let you be you. I wouldn't. I would never curve that if I'm emotional. Now there's a thing of being too sensitive, but I have. I don't have any context. I don't. You said emotional. That mean maybe that means you fall in love or you cared early, but that doesn't mean you like he can't crack jokes on you. So I don't have that context. I'm just going by emotional. And if 
there's the most if you like I said, if you're an emotional person, you're an emotional person. I wouldn't tell nobody to change that. I'm like, nah, it's good. But that's the thing too. We change. I think some sometimes we change ourselves so much for the other person that you yeah. lose who you are. Yeah. I'm like, I couldn't be that way. I'm like, no, nah, I'm gonna be like Sarah, Sarah, her thing about me is I'm a sour patch kid. She's like, you really be an asshole in the beginning, then you really be sweet and be like, oh, here's blah blah. And by asshole, I was I will do, I will be like, yo, why you, you know, got the heat on high or something like that. And then I'll make her some popcorn or make her dinner or something like that. I don't, I don't want y'all to think like I come in the house, but like, shut the fuck up, bitch. And blah, blah. And then I, and then I cut on her. I'm like, no, 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 it's like that. I couldn't even imagine just knowing you as a person. (laughs) Like I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. That would have been wild. You wilding like that. Yeah. I'm like, who is this person? Girl, you got to check on a half. Fuck a sour patch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Back to the movie, I guess. Yes. <laughs> uh, Sorry, you guys. Did, did, you think, did you think we were ever going to see Tessa? That was Michael's ex I that he got really were. close. I thought we were, even if it was like a snippet. I thought we was going to see her in passing or like a picture or something. Something. <laughs> it really gave us a whole character that we never got to saw, see. Ne- at all but we learned so much thanks to the so uh much. his th- all right they never established this and even if you see the casting michael and kyle are brothers right the, oh, really? yeah. yeah okay so that i'm, I'm saying those are his niece um they was because if you look it up it says Lil rail howry is kyle but lakeith stanfield is michael block i'm like why y'all just give and not, i'm not this ain't what wikipedia i'm just saying that's the the uh I don't know what that'd be like the script or whatever. The production did not give Kyle a last name, which makes no sense if you guys are supposed to be brothers. <clears throat> I, I enjoy Kyle and he's probably the most relatable person to me on this, on this, in this movie, as far as I could see myself being him. You know, I'm settled down, have a family and I'm looking at my friends like, when are you now? Here's, here's, here's where we differ. I will question my friends. When are you going to get it together? I would never tell my friends you're gonna fuck it up like you always do. Like that's not something I would do to people. I'm like, I'm not planning that. I think seed. that's yeah, but I think that's like if you go down this path, you're gonna fuck up because this is the same path you go down all the time that's and you true. always fuck up. That's true. Like I think that's kind of more where he was coming from. Not like you're done, you're not messing your relationships. You're gonna fuck the shit up. It's just like you're doing the same shit you were doing before. That's let's let's look how this is not gonna work out for you. Do Bye. you think they moved? All right, and we're gonna stay in the present. We're going to jump to the past because, spoiler alert, I enjoyed the story in the past so much more better than much, so much more. It's not more better uh, than the present day story. Um, do you think they, they got together too fast? Because it seems as if Michael is just coming off a failed engagement and Issa Mama just died. <laughs> and so like they, they are bonding over grief you know that is true <laughs> um i didn't even think about it like that i'm always looking at like when you know you know when it's right it's right and so in my head i was like the chemistry seems so strong like they hadn't had this type of chemistry with anybody do you really want to be like it's too soon yo but we <laughs> in my head i'd be i'm such a hopeless romantic for those who don't know and so i i'll I want the fairy tale like that. Like I want to be like when I, I I would love like if I ever find my husband, I would love for my husband to be the type to be like I knew when I met her I was gonna marry her. See, like I just feel like you're supposed to. It's supposed to just. You know no. why I do, I cannot <laughs> subscribe to that. <laughs> There's only reason why. And my my the, the simplest terms is the losing coach had a great halftime speech too. <laughs> <laughs> 
And what that what I mean by that is for every story that we hear where as soon as I knew, you know, I saw her and as soon as I knew or when I saw him, I knew I knew. There are a million divorces and breakups. That's like, true. I knew I if y'all would have saw me in 2006, you couldn't tell me nothing about my ex. No, we are going to be together. We're going to work this out. We're going to have kids. We both felt that strongly for each other. We are married to different people. Like that's not wrong my fairy tale. No, it's now. not. A, it's not. It's, <laughs> no, I'm not saying it can't work. It's just like I feel we put too much onus on as soon as I knew. Because here's the thing, too. I just think it's beautiful to be like, even if even if it doesn't work, but to know that being like, I knew I wanted this person in my life. Like I knew that that's, I wanted to spend this time with the this important person. Important part. That's what. That's what. That's what we need to focus on. Um, a lot of us get hung up on love at first sight. Or I was about. Mm-mm-mm. I want to know when did you know? Because truth be told, you know when I knew with Sarah. A year into the house, me and her got into a big fight. I left dro- for the whole day, drove around, and then during that moment, I was like, "If I'm going to make this work, I'm going all in on making this work." So if we got into that for, uh, 2016. We bought the house in 2015. After t- after I came home, apologized. Uh, and the, here's a, here's our big fight. If y'all want to know what, like, what did y'all get? Because most people don't remember what they got in a fight about. We got in a fight over exercise. Like, I'm my love language is quality time, so I love going Mine for too. going for walks. And she was like, "No, nah, I'm good." I'm like, "Yo, you never go for walks, blah blah." So I got upset about that and came back, apologized, focused on the relationship. A year later, we got engaged. See, here's my thing. For that's beautiful, but here's my thing. How did you not know that you wanted that this was going to work before the big investment of a house? No, no, like, no. I feel like so, once you're like doing big things like that, I'm buying a house with you. I'm going to need to know. No. Well, true. But in my <laughs> in, in my uh, in my my head is is there's think and no. Right. I think we're going to work out. You know, I don't. But here's the thing, too. When the, what I just explained to y'all is that's when I knew. I do not subscribe to me and Sarah are going to be here forever. This is it. This is my. No, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. Sarah, Sarah just walked out this door right now to go get a Manny Patty. She might not come back home and I'm not being morbid. It's just, I don't know. So I go day by day with my life. I don't promise. Like, it's weird when I see you you, because we've, we've seen, especially with social media, how many people like, Yo, forever, then delete all those pictures. I'm like, no, dude, I just know today we woke up together. I'm appreciating today. I don't care about those 20 years. I make plans. We, I make plans for our vacations and stuff like that. But I'm not going to be like, yo, when we 60, you know, and but this is my forever love. I was like, I have no idea because I don't know. So I don't talk as if I know. I think I know what I want to happen. I don't know what will happen. And that's important for me. Nobody knows what will happen, but, you know, you just talk positively about that yeah but I, I talk positively to her i don't give a damn about you not you but like the social media be like yo this is forever I'm like, uh, why do y'all care <laughs> like who i'm with forever um the past which is uh, young isaac played by uh our boy david daniel not david uh elon uh elon is that you pronounce like elon noel who played daniel yeah, <laughs> so we go. Wait, hold on. We're not one. We're not doing this actor name. Two. We're not even doing a character name. We go into uh, insecure. 
<laughs> yo, I, I was like, call people when I know them. Hold up, hold up. I was like, yo, his name Elon Noel Daniel. <laughs> like, cut me off. Like, no. I was like, is it? Hold on, I wrote no, Elon. What's his, what was his character's name? Isaac. Isaac. Okay. Um, <laughs> we gonna try that Isaac and Christina story. I don't know about you. I enjoy that so much more. I did really. It I felt, did enjoy that. It felt like it had more weight to it. Because maybe because of the speed that uh, uh, Michael and May were moving at, because Isaac and her grew up to, it felt like they they've known each other for a while. There's this back and forth. Yo, you know he's just my friend, but she felt some way about what's that girl named Paris, some shit like that. His little the other the other woman and and, 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 and such. And then she's dealing with a mom who's like, yo, you got to find somebody to take care of you and all this. He can't take care of you. That uh, here's the thing, too. While I relate with uh, Kyle, Lil Rail's character, I really relate to Isaac because there was a time in my life I did not go after what I wanted. And let people let people walk out my life and just be like, well, I guess they're just happy and didn't fight. So when he let her go to New York. I shook. I was like, "Damn!" I was watching the Saturday morning, taking my notes. Like, ah, I've been there, Isaac. But yo, but Isaac, which which you know, actually ties into Sylvie's love. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we'll, that's the second. <laughs> that's the second one. We'll get to. Uh, do you think she should have told him that that was his baby? What's up with women doing that? <laughs> I know you can't speak. I'm like, is that a trope? Is that happening in real life? Y'all just not going. And, and why? In the world, will you not tell the good man? The good man that he <laughs> Yo, was. That, that that is my joke because you know you know when you you're, you're playing with your partner, and you know our joke with Sarah. I'm like, oh, you know, because recently she had to go see Melissa's father, and I'm like, oh, you gotta go see your baby daddy. You got proof, and you know that, that y'all had sex or whatever, right? And she said <laughs> she be like. Oh, uh, you probably got some kids around here, and I'm like, no. Said, <laughs> That's one thing I know. I, I said, <laughs> nah, because I, I tell them like, I'm a good dude. You really think there'll be some women out here that would not tell me that I had a child? I can see if I was some asshole who was in and out of jail. You'd be like, it'll do more harm than good to tell this child that he had a father. No, 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 no. I was like, no, we we aren't worried. I'm not worried about some woman lying to me about a child. I don't know why. Didn't only thing that I could think of, which is probably what what it is is at this point he was married and had a kid of his own and living his own little life in new orleans and what was she what 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 did she expect him to do like pick up his life and move to new york you know like i guess that's my only thought of why she was like i'm not gonna say anything i'll wait till y'all become adults and y'all can figure out that shit on your own wasn't it what there was a strange theme between the moms in this movie because christina's mom died you know she was sick and didn't tell her and then she turned around did that to may i'm like that is a weird precedent oh, yeah, to say. you know and as i'm watching the movie i'm thinking to myself like so is 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 Issa's character going to die <laughs> later on and not tell her child about this um here's a quick aside do we get them part two I don't think so. It's weird. Do you, would, do you need, would you like to see, not even today, maybe in 10 years, you know, down the road, do you want to see if her and Lakeith work, if they had a baby, if Issa passed, you know, like the cynic, a child or something. The cynic in not me. Not 10 years, if the baby would be 10. Uh-huh. The cynic in me doesn't believe they do work. I just, okay. but 
Uh, but the the writer storyteller in me says, yeah, they do work. In, in real life, I wouldn't think it would work because the odds are against it because they don't really know each other in long distance. Yo, speaking of which, that London backdrop was so fake. I said, it was. <laughs> but the fact that Mama was like, I got money. I'm just going to buy these concert tickets and in hope, London. And hope, <laughs> hope you show up. And I hope you show up. Um, oh, do I have Not like you knew he was going to be in town in New York and you bought concert tickets and sent it to You bought tickets in London. Flew. Flew over there. Yeah. And didn't know the man was even going to show up. Did, did the time difference Ooh, math child. and everything. Oh, this was the quick aside. I almost forgot. Why do you think Rachel gave Andy a shot? And if you're not remembering, Rachel is uh, May's friend and Andy is Michael's intern working. Oh, okay. And she was like, he's young and he's 20, you know, he's 25 and he's an intern. And then they go off together. So what was it? I was like, what? They don't really explain it. I mean, the side characters are there to push the main characters. Just like they do this constantly, which mm-hmm. I feel like if you were casting me, I would probably be a side character <laughs> <laughs> because I can see myself in real or in like telling the main character, like, get your shit together. Uh, right. I think they made them work or do that because you looked at it and you was like the likelihood of that working. Yo, and it worked. Could it you, was like just you took this leap of faith. So why can't I take this leap of faith in my situation? Let, let's write. Let's write. Could you imagine if they did a sequel of the photograph years later, and Issa and I'm doing May and Michael don't <laughs> don't work out, but they reunite at Andy and Rachel's like 15th an- wedding anniversary or something mm-hmm. like that. Wild, wild, wild. Uh, <laughs> music played a heavy part in this movie. And I was jamming the whole time. Hey, I was. <laughs> um, Anderson Pack, Most Deaf, Pat LaBelle, Karen mm. White. Um, but you know, the stickler in me had to pull out my phone because <laughs> when we start in the past, it is 1984. I understand the 80s. We're doing 80s, 90s right now, equal opposites. So I know the 80s. And when I started hearing some of these songs, I'm like, Karen White, soup. no, that wasn't 84. Then you give me good love, but uh, but you give me good love. It did say Whitney Houston, New York, nineteen eighty eight. It did. I mean, that say Whitney Houston said New York, nineteen eighty eight. So it did jump up, but they was playing all over the stuff. I mean, the, I was just assuming this was going throughout the years that this wasn't one big. But you know what? No, because she was pregnant. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. And then Pay LaBelle, if only you knew. Yeah, they were Luther Vandross. If this world was mine, they they were playing a lot of a lot of a lot of good music, but the soundtrack did not have a lot of this music soundtrack had like a few songs and, and um it was more jazz influenced which i think that came from the fact that some of the movies in new orleans yeah it helped though it gave me it really tried it felt like they were trying to do love jones 2020 i was, <laughs> I was holding that i was holding that question for you I, that was my question like was it giving you love jones vibes it's true the crazy it, part is i feel like a lot of people did not like the photograph was the, I mean, I like, like I listen. I uh, so far we're two for two out of me enjoying the movies. Now I have nitpicks, and the only nitpick, you know, rut. They felt rut. It felt rushed. Like you didn't give enough weight to the modern day story, and the pre- the past was way more interesting to me. But I don't think it was a bad movie. Do you yeah. know what they were? What they were saying? I'm not really. Just it was like photograph. Why y'all didn't tell me it wasn't that great? And I was like, it wasn't. <laughs> not that it was great but i'm like i enjoyed it i just sometimes think people be looking for so much and not just taking movies for what it is 
Like, it's a love story. Like, enjoy the love story. I think, and I know we're going to talk about that at a, a later time, but Sylvie's Love, I really enjoyed the movie. Okay. Because um, we don't have these type of movies. And I think that's nothing. You're expecting so much action-packed, so much this, so much that. It's a love story. Just live in the love. I don't, I don't understand. I'm looking at my key takeaways. Oh, I guess here's a question. Uh, was Christina truly happy, right? Her whole thing was, I want to go to New York. I want to be this famous photographer. She gets this job. She has this child. But she seemed like she always longed for Isaac. Which sucks for uh, the, uh, Louis, the Louis. other guy. Yeah, yeah. her stepfather. Uh, what she didn't find out was her stepfather. So, you know, she found someone else and had a child, but her heart was in Louisiana. Uh, who, yeah. And that, but here's the question. Who do, who do you think she resents? Herself or her family? Or does she resent, resent Isaac? Like, but Isaac made a choice for him and she made a choice for her. So does she look at, does she look at her, her daughter and get reminded of Isaac and feel some type of way? Does she look at her husband and like, you're not my first choice? Like that was, that's what I'm um, saying. The past was deep. Like if you were yeah. want to get into that part, you're like, damn, it's deep. The past was deep. <laughs> I would think that I don't know. I want to say maybe none of the above. I think that she just, it, she just knew what it was. I don't think she looked at her child and was like, damn you. And I don't think she looked at her husband any type of way either. I mean, this man came and took care of this child that wasn't his and left it, you know, and was this girl daddy and loved you even though he knew he was second but that's the thing too i want to have a conversation with louis i'm like <laughs> you knew you were her first choice do you ever like i guess women though we only men can ask this question right and i uh, answer this question and i want to talk to men who have an ex in their past where they know if i would have did a b and c we would have got to d which is marriage and not of the, but that their person was with somebody else. Do you think? Do they ever be like? How does that dude feel? Like, does he know that I exist? Like, how does like how does it work? Because here's the thing too: women are great. Um, I don't want to say liars, but liars about because <laughs> women will forever tell you, "Oh, I've never really been in love." I used to be like, "Sarah, stop lying to me!" Like, just like Sarah, I was like, there was somebody you really was fucking with, and they didn't really, you know, they didn't reciprocate. Uh, so I, I t- but, but I think women do that for men's ego. You know, you can't, you're never going to meet, you never want to meet a man and you guys have that real deep conversation and you let that guard down and say, I was in love and I thought this man was my everything and we were going to get married, but things didn't get work, work out because he probably gonna be like, Oh, so you want So I'm not him. I'm your second choice. So you just gonna be like, I'm not, yeah. I don't even have these conversations. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, we skip past all that. No, because you do. Like, obviously, you have conversation about your past and who you dated, right? But when it comes to that particular person that I was in love with, who I think was like the world to me, I don't dwell on that too much when I'm talking to other people. And the reason why I don't is because I'm still friends with that person. So, and I like hang, and it's it's nothing like we're legit friends. Okay. But I don't want you to. Be a writing person and be like, oh, this was like the love of her life. You know but, what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> like, all right, here's the thing though. While I get the, I, under, I completely understand why you do what you do, why why you did what you did. But I I tell I told this to Sarah. I was like, the only reason 
me and you got together is because one of us messed up or our significant others messed up. Why don't humans have that in in the, in the end while well, you're yelling at us? I understand there are relationships where two people mutually agree like, oh, we're not good for each other for like, you know, we got together. It was physical attraction or sexual. But as partners, we don't work. And that mutually happens. But that to me is the rare occasion. Most times is you cheated or you, you know, you don't keep yourself as blah, blah. And so and, and on a surface level, if you take those things at face value, that basically that person is out there saying like, if your ass was faithful, me and you would have been together. If you look like these IG models, me and you would have been together. So if, if we get to that point in relationships where we're just like, well, me and you found each other because either you messed up in a relationship or that your significant other messed up in a relationship. Why can't we just move on? I, like the older we get, somebody done messed up a few times in relationships. Right. So why yeah. are we so shocked that somebody fell in love before or falling in love after? What? I think for, I mean, just for me, I'm just saying, I think with that particular person, because they are still a part of my life, that you might be around this person and I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. So I don't give you too much information on that particular person. Okay. Because that's my friend. <laughs> and I know if you knew that, oh, this, this was the one that got away, you're going to be like, <laughs> every time. And who needs them problems? You're right. You're right. I wish men just could be like, well, she's with you. That's the thing, too. Yeah, no, so, men don't do that. You got to no. have, have this mentality, right? Because and, and I know some of y'all listen and you be like, well, John, you have your shit. Listen, it took a while for me to get to where I'm at. And I don't feel like I'm still where I need to be. But it was times where I thought about exes and be like, damn, did this dude have sex better than, but the same, my same brain had to say, does it matter? Because when they fell out, she still wanted to hang out with you. So it, what, either sex was straight or you offer more. Why are you, why are you hung up on certain things? And a lot of men, we just get hung up on certain things. Like, if this dick might have been bigger. Who was? But she still want to fuck with you. Isn't that important? Wants to fuck with you, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that so. important? Uh, did you have a favorite scene in this movie? Um, a favorite scene. I had a couple of them. I love the awkward first kiss at the, oh, at the on it, the date. Is it too soon? Is that what he said? Right? Yeah. It, yeah, 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 yeah. I enjoyed that scene. I like the the um. The, the dual scene where they went to like the little house bar club thing or whatever they were at. Oh, and how yeah. they went there in the in the previous storyline and they yes. went back in the current storyline. And he didn't want to tell and, her that he was going to London, right? That Yeah. Yeah. And I love the fashion for Issa. Like they had her well-dressed yep. and simple. It was really nice. My, but yeah, I love those. My favorite scene and I, that's, is the hurricane. Not the beginning. And first of all, when is hurricane season in New York? Because he got to her house. It was dark, obviously, because clouds are coming. Right. Then she went to his house. They fucked. Then walked. Hold up, they, they left, went to Cal's house, kicked it. He woke up or she woke up somebody and they went into the middle of the street and it still was night. I'm like, how long is this day? This doesn't make any sense. But I like that scene because. Uh, they were the girls were cute telling everything <laughs> about Tessa. But when, they, but when they hung out with what's name, it felt like the scene where uh, Lil Rel was improvising. That top hat shit had me dying. He was like, he wore a top hat. He looked like Mr. Monopoly. <laughs> and he just kept going. And you could tell they were just like, all right, go, get dude. into your bag. Get into your bag. 
uh, I've, I don't think I wrote Lil any. Rail just be Lil Rail and everything though. Yeah, that and I'm here so- for it. And then I watch it and I'm like <laughs> why weren't you this on the show? The show just was too Oh my god I said the same thing. <laughs> mm. Uh, I think he got his show too early, if I'm being honest. That might have been it. I think uh, the quote was, yeah, if we're just who we are, were around in the moment. Uh, but I think Christina was, I like Christina when she said, I, w- I wish, she wrote this to, to May. I wish I was as good at love that, uh, that I am, at, uh, that I was at work. I wish I didn't leave people behind. I felt that. I was like, oh yeah. I, I used to bury myself in work and to take no breaks. And I was just like, yeah, you can't, can't be doing that. But, well, so I think we 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 exhausted this movie. Oh, um, yeah, we talked about the music and everything. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a good movie. I I enjoyed it. So I I didn't get the whole <laughs> bless you, <laughs> bless you. Uh, the whole like oh this is bad. but 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 also what are your expectations for a romance movie? What did you think was going to happen? Like, I, you, they usually have happy endings. They're usually a little cheesy. They, 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 everybody sound like they're a poet. So. <laughs> Uh, but other than yes, that, I thought but was- I think that was the point of this one. <laughs> I felt like they wanted it to be like the new age. Yeah, love Jones. We got, yo, we, yo, we gotta, we gotta revisit that. I'm surprised Love Jones hasn't got uh, a, a, a a sequel. Because I mean, we don't need a sequel. We don't. We don't, I, <laughs> what movie did we? Need? Huh, I guess any movie that ends on a cliffhanger. <laughs> it's like, what movie do you need a sequel to? All right, that's the episode. You can tweet me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. At Sexy Shell, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappity Chat at Miz with the Z Shell. Uh, check out our other website. Check out our other website. We don't have another website. Check out our other podcast. Rate, review, <laughs> subscribe. Until next time, guys. Peace. Bye. Hey, I messed that up. Until you did. Ne- <laughs> hey, uh, until <laughs> next time, I say peace. She says bye. Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.